Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome, hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We're getting the rankings from the guys. Chris Meany, Justin Boone, Jake Seeley, running backs and quarterbacks. If you missed the running backs, uh, you can go to the first hour and get it on demand at the Fantasy Sports Radio app or iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher is the way to get it and be part of the show and make sure you got all the rankings you need. Here are the guys. See where Aaron Rodgers is. Let's see where he is. Russell Wilson, number one. Cam Newton, number two. And there he is at number three. Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Philip Rivers, and Alex Smith. All right. All systems go. I mean, Jake, we joked about this, you know, three, four weeks ago. If he's hanging around your waiver wire, we'll get to wide receivers a little bit. If Jordy Nelson is hanging around your waiver wire, why not just take a shot and pick them up, and you could have both of these guys for a semifinal matchup. What do you expect from Rodgers here? Obviously, you're pretty comfortable playing them. Yeah, there's a couple factors here. One, I'm actually kind of annoyed by this because I'm just I'm getting sick of the Packers at the end of the season sneaking into the playoffs and coming together, and then everything just held on enough for Rodgers to be able to come back. So that side of it I am. The other part of it is I actually have a league where I stashed him after somebody dropped him, and I was dealing with Jameis Winston. So now I can drop Jameis Winston Perfect. and move on to Aaron Rodgers. Look, if they're ready, if he's one been cleared and the team is confident in him starting, we talked about this during on target yesterday. This is one of the most conservative staffs when it comes to injuries and putting people back on the field. So if they think Rodgers is worth gambling just to make the chance at a playoffs, because it's not even guaranteed that they went out and they make the playoffs, just the chance, just that happening, and not his future being risk at uh, at that ha- you know getting tackled and somebody falls on him and he rebreaks it. Then I'm I'm all systems go. If they're all systems go, I'm all systems go. It's Aaron Rodgers. As you can see, there's only two quarterbacks that I even think about starting in front of him. And you're sick of, you know, this narrative of him coming back. It's funny, two days ago they were twenty-two to one to win the NFC. And, you know, since Rodgers tweeted or posted the picture on Instagram, they're now nine to one to win the NFC. That was oh, I should have guessed. That was gonna be my guess, actually. It was nine, <laughs> nine to one. one. And it's probably, you know, even higher now. I saw that last night. I mean people are just gonna be all over this. It's a tough, tough schedule to finish. They still need a lot to happen, but what's your thoughts on Rodgers you know, playing this guy in a fantasy standpoint? Again, all systems go. Yeah, for sure. I mean I have him as a top five quarterback here. Uh, you know, I think unless you have one of those super, super elite options uh, like I mentioned to you before the show, I picked him up in a league where I have Russell Wilson, if only to play defense against other owners. Um, I'm still going to go with Wilson in that case, but 
most leagues, you are going to go with Rodgers, and you're going to do it with confidence. I'm not that worried about the matchup. I know it is, you know, the, the Panthers have a I'm good defense. I'm not a believer in the secondary in Carolina. Yeah, I'm not that worried. And it's Rodgers we're talking about. And with all the, you know, we always talk about the practice reports. What, you know, what are we hearing out of the beat writers? What are we hearing from the team? Everything's been glowing. Everybody, the only issue is, and Jake mentioned it, you know, structurally, is there any issue there that is going to cause him long-term harm? Uh, but all signs seem to be pointing to him playing and him playing really well. Would you play him over Tom Brady? Are you surprised Jake has Brady at seven? I, I, I would play Brady above him, um, and I think we'll, we'll probably talk about that here. But Jake, that's obviously lower than Brady would be most weeks, so I'm curious what, what's going I, I on I know there. where he's going to go, he's, but you can, he can let him in on the secret. <laughs> Yeah, you can let him. I don't know. It's not a secret. No, Watch really Tom not. Brady play. He oh, well, he's trying to keep it a secret. There's something wrong with Tom Brady. I really think this Achilles injury is bothering him more than he wants to let on. More than the team's letting on. Which no surprise, the Patriots aren't being forthright about something. Oh, surprise! Tom Brady, you watched that game. Yes, he got hit a good deal by the Dolphins, and Xavier Howard played the best game of his life. But even when Brandon Cooks was getting open, even when Chris or, yeah, Hogan was getting behind defenders and Dwayne Allen was wide open to the right side of the field because the linebacker fell down, Brady was still missing throws. And it's if you watch it, if you go back and kind of like slow things down, it looks like that he's not getting the real zip on the ball. Not that he's ever been elite when it comes to that or elite throwing it downfield. But I really do think he's having a problem pushing off, and there's more pain there than he's letting on. And I'm really concerned that you add to that with how well the running backs are working with all three of them, Deion Lewis, James White, and Rex Burkhead, that they don't need to force Tom Brady to force this issue. And it is a great matchup, and this should be a shootout, and Vegas has it at 53 and all. But at the same time, the quarterbacks in front of him, they're they're top end quarterbacks. And I'm just not going to – and I don't know that anybody has Tom Brady and one of those options, but – I'm just not going to start Tom Brady over them after two weeks in a row that looks like there's something significantly wrong. And Justin, I mean, if you are a Brady owner, I mean, and, and you're playing in a semifinal matchup, you're actually pretty lucky considering he didn't do anything week 13 and last week didn't hardly did anything. They were 0 for 11 on third downs the first time since like the early 90s. Part of that, I think, was on Gronk and the fact that he just cannot play in Miami. I mean, 7-9 and nine in Miami. But what's your thoughts here right. on Tom Brady? Uh, you know, I think he's getting Gronk back. I agree. And I knew about the injury, uh, but with getting Gronk back, with you know Hogan probably being a little healthier, with that Vegas total being so high, as Jake mentioned, I I can't be the guy who has Tom Brady on my bench in the fantasy playoffs. Now, like Jake said, if you have one of these elite options, you feel more comfortable with them. I'm okay with that. I'm okay if you want to go with you know a Breeze, uh, a Newton, Rogers, obviously. Uh, but there's not a lot of guys that I'd be willing to play over Brady, even with the two bad games. Going into the Steelers game, you know, that Steelers defense as well has not looked as good. We'll see if Joe Hayden can make it back this week, maybe to help that secondary out. But with the injuries that they've had, the Steelers have really been giving up some points here. And I think Brady's going to be okay in this one. And uh, Big Ben, too. I mean, 10 passing touchdowns in his last three home games. The most passing attempts now in the NFL. And we've talked about this plenty of times, Jake. It's It's just... The home and road splits are real with Big Ben. Uh, absolutely. Okay, uh, yeah. let's let's move on here. I mean, Dak Prescott is in here, and he had yeah. a really good game last week against the Giants. He already touched on some, you know, missed opportunities from the Giants, but it's still a pretty good opportunity for him here against Oakland. Okay, let's let's go a little bit deeper. Eleven to twenty. Eleven to twenty. Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, Nick Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, Case Keenum. 
Marcus Mariota, uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> and Derek Carr. Honestly, depending on the practices with Mariota, he's gonna he's gonna fall. This is kind of an optimistic. You're gonna you got a good matchup on for you. Yeah, I mean I can't the old baseball tell hoop. anybody with confidence to play Mariota. I'm, I'm oh, I picked up Rodney. Bell. You're saying you're a Winston owner. Pants. I picked up Rogers Those weeks ago pants. as a Mariota owner, and I'm happy to just throw him back. Thank God. Fire. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some interesting names here, of course. Blake Bortles has been really good lately. Nick Foles, uh, Matt Ryan, I know he's been frustrating. Uh, this is against the Bucks. Uh, where do you have Matt Ryan, Justin? I think, you know, Alex Smith against the Chargers. I don't know. I think I'd rather play Matt Ryan there. I have Ryan above Alex Smith. Yeah, I don't love that that matchup for Alex Smith at all. I think that, uh, that Chargers defense is, is playing really well, um, especially against the pass. I agree. I think it could be a tough one. A tough one. The Chargers defense is playing well, man. Uh, I love it. I love it. You got to love it, man. You got to love it. You want it? You want to go all the way to the title? You can't have a chief. Stay tuned for more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Tony Cicada. You got the ranking show, baby. We're breaking it down. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to dailyroto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to dailyroto.com to rock daily fantasy sports. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. 
I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules, can stop the pain, and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800-910-9962. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning. And, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football in-season package featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge in-season package. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and this is Fantasy Football Rewind. You can catch us 1 at 3 a.m. Eastern and get yourself ready and raring to go because I'm a man on a mission providing you with the information that's going to make you a winner. And here are the guys ranking the quarterbacks week 15 the the chiefs match up particularly well against them um you know the the chargers are really good against tight ends i think they're gonna get a lot of pressure um so i i'm not a fan of alex smith this week at all i would play ryan above him uh, you know this is sort of the you know carson wentz replacement area here right looking at guys <laughs> like bortles who i have even higher than jake here i would be you know as confident as you could be starting bortles Uh-oh. right and that's not that confident but um, you know, I think he's a, a low-end quarterback one this week, and part of it is how good he's looked over the last couple of games. He has been making throws in the last couple of weeks that I didn't even think he was capable of making. He's looked like a legit quarterback. I don't know if it's, you know, going into the season, everyone thought Bortles was going to be the guy that was going to let this whole team down, and that still might happen in the playoffs. We will see. Uh, but maybe having that strong defense, having that strong running game is sort of allowing him to relax a bit and he's got an emerging receiving core. I like Marquise Lee. I really like D.D. Westbrook. Um, you know, even Cole has been playing really well. So uh, I think Bortles is a guy that people should be putting in there. Those Wentz owners that, uh, you know, were desperate this week to try to find somebody else. Bortles is the guy I would have turned to if I was one of them. Jake, he may finish yeah. as a top 10 quarterback again this season. He will. It's crazy. I, look, I kind of feel like I'm the Patriots on this one, though, is that, you, you look, you know, a couple weeks ago, I told you, Chris, I said he's going to win people fantasy championships. And now that everybody's on board, I feel like the Patriots are like, oh, I'm getting out before it's too late. Like, it might work this week, and it, it might work both weeks. He's got the two best matchups to combine 
because uh, I have an article coming out Thursdays, depending on when you watch this. It's the FPAT is fancy points adjusted for defense. And for the last two games, Blake Bortles has the best two-game stretch of any quarterback. That being said, it's still Blake Bortles. And any given game, he could lose his mind and throw three interceptions. So I just, I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, you have every right to be concerned. It's certainly risky, but um, Absolutely. you can't ignore what he's doing lately. Uh, talk to us about Nick Foles. Yeah, what do we want to say about Nick Foles? He's been here before. Obviously, the offense was a much different offense and much different talent on that team when he went 27-2 for touchdowns and interceptions. But he's one of the – you said it yesterday on, on Target, Chris, is he's one of the better backups in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be Carson Wentz. And actually, I got asked this question on the local Wavy show that I do down here, Wavy TV – NBC, sorry. There, so everybody knows what it is. And they said – he. the question was, can Nick Foles step in and take the Eagles to the, the Super Bowl? And I said, no, he can step in and go with the Eagles. Like, Carson Wentz could have carried this team to the Super Bowl. Nick Foles can get there as long as he plays within his skill set. So for fantasy purposes, I think as long as he doesn't try to do too much, he has the talent around him where he can be a serviceable option. Yeah, I mean, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions, 2013, been in this situation before. I just don't want anyone romanticizing about that seven-touchdown game that he had <laughs> way back when. Against Oakland. Like yeah. I mentioned, the running back section, I think the Eagles are going to lean on their running game now, and you know, I don't think they're going to ask Foles to do too much. Um, I, you know, I don't like him. I still would go over, you know, pick Bortles over him uh, for sure this week. Um, I wouldn't want him in my fantasy lineup. I'd have to be pretty desperate to do it. I have him a, a little bit lower here. Um, and, yeah, I think there's just better options. The, the Case Keenums, the Bortles, uh, I would rather go with those guys. It's tough. It's really tough. I don't know, Jake, if he can bring the Eagles to the Super Bowl, but that's a good call by you that he'll just go with them if they do <laughs> get there. Um, all right. Jimmy Garoppolo, two quarterback moves. No, well, here, I told you the sneak preview. Ah, you know what? I'll talk about it now. We'll bring it up again when we talk about Marquise Goodwin. Well, it's finished People are they're, they're overlooking the way that the Titans have played of late, particularly because of Logan Ryan. And if Logan Ryan, for we would talk about the you know all the Lattimore's of the world and you know Jalen Ramsey and Boye, Ryan's been stepping it up. And if Ryan keeps Goodwin in check, what's left? And what's left for Garoppolo? And the fact is, is, you know, Garoppolo looks good. He looks out there. You know, you wish to pass the eye test and all those cliches, averaging 300 yards to the two games, just under it, just over it. But where are the touchdowns? And if Goodwin's getting checked down and kept in check, and maybe he even still catches a touchdown against Ryan, so I just don't see where Garoppolo is going to come out and throw for three, touch, throw three touchdowns, two touchdowns, 300 yards. I just I don't think this is as good a matchup as people think. Play Robbie Gold. Offense stalls. <laughs> Yeah, have it. Robbie Gold, the San Francisco kicker. I'll tell you what, can you imagine coming down at the end? 15 weeks in, coming down to kicking points? Come on, man. Is that what we're really doing? Is that how we're going to play it out? When we come back from break, we're going to go wide receivers and tight ends and make sure you got everything you need. Because we're a full-service provider here on the Fantasy Football Rewind. So stay tuned for more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we're absolutely getting it done. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
coming back with more Jake Seeley, Justin Boone from the score, and Chris Meany. Sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skicks Canvas High Top, Low Top, Slip-On, and Kids Tennis Style Sneakers, designed in officially licensed college colors and logos, is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skicks helps fans perform better. Go to Skicks.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skicks.com. Skicks Sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Ezekiel Elliott. Carl Anthony Towns. Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? 
or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things, just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! Huh. Duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sicotta, and I am here absolutely getting it done. How about yourself? You ready and raring to go? We're giving you the rankings to make you a winner. But now, we move over to wide receivers and tight ends. Here are the men, Chris Meany, Justin Boone, and... Continuing here with the Roto Experts Rankings Reveal Show, Chris Meany, Justin Boone, Jake Seeley on the screen. Check the link for the latest. It's only Wednesday. We're just getting in some practice reports here. These are half-point rankings again. If there's a guy that you want to know about, check the link. Ask Jake on Twitter, and he'll tell you. Hashtag check the link. Uh, It'll probably change by the time you're watching this. I'm sure it will. I mean, absolutely, uh, it will. You sell a lot of shirts, by the way? You getting a lot of people wanting T-shirts? About a a dozen or so. I had some requests for in white. I'm like, geez, I mean, I just started (laughs) (laughs) Our different colors now, too. I mean, come on. (laughs) In white. Can I get that in white, please? Okay, again, the link, rotoexperts.com for the latest. We're talking wide receivers. We'll get to tight ends in a few minutes. Let's see your top 10 wideouts for week 15 of the fantasy football season. Antonio Brown, number one, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, A.J. Green, Des Bryant, Devin Funches, Doug Baldwin, Marvin Jones. And for everybody that didn't get to see our talking in between, the bug is gone, and now I'm wondering where it went. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! It's going to crawl behind Jake soon. Uh, I may freak out for you, man. I'm not a fan of bugs, especially spiders. Um, Everybody inside this range of studs. I mean, maybe the one surprise could be Des Bryant. I agree with Jake. I I like Des a lot. And especially back-to-back games with the touchdown, um, you know, obviously a must-win situation. And against the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, Des is a wide receiver one this week. Yeah, the Raiders have just been terrible. And, you know, speaking of teams that I think at this point could probably give up on the season, I think the Raiders are amongst that group. And, yeah, Des is looking really good this week. I think Devin Funches could be a name that people are maybe surprised that he's this high, but you know he had quite the test last week against yeah, Xavier he Rhodes, and he he passed it 59 yards, had a touchdown. Um, you know, obviously the touchdown made the fantasy day look a lot better, but um, you know he he played well, and I, I think he deserves to be in this range for sure. You know, this week, you know, a really good matchup going up against those Packers. Jake, what do you think next year for Funches? Wide receiver two. I would say wide receiver two is a solid spot for him. I think that the Panthers are going to address the wide receiver position. Yeah. They traded away Kelvin Benjamin to open up the offense. 
but you're there looking to hopefully get something from Curtis Samuel. He got hurt. I think that he was always best as a third option anyway over the middle of the field. So they still don't really have a true number two for this team. Greg Olson's about at the end of his career, so they need another option. I think they will address it this year. Yeah, Curtis Samuel looked really good in that game that he got hurt. I was starting to get pretty excited about him. Um, that's too bad. Next year. Okay, 11-20. Let's do it. Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Golden Tate, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey. I don't know who Ashton Jeffrey is. Never heard Michael of him. Michael Crabtree. Josh Gordon, Demarius Thomas, Tyreek Hill, and Brandon Cooks. All right, that's the that's the biggest difference. Actually, there's two here, Fantasy Pros. Uh, Cooks is eight um, on Fantasy Pros, and, and Elshon Jeffrey is uh, 23. 23, so there's a pretty big back gap there. But, I mean... No faith in Foles. No faith, faith in Nick Foles. Um, what, the Giants have nothing <laughs> left in that secondary. They're, Ross Cockrell, who was the one that the Steelers got rid of when they signed Joe Hayden, is probably their number one option at this point. Look, look Eli Apple's still getting benched for whatever's going on with him, and he was getting torched anyway. George Jenkins is out for the year. Dominic rogers Cromarty has been completely falling off a cliff this season. Landon Collins is banged up at the safety position. What's left and has every single team has been doing is just torching the Giants right now. I know it's Nick Foles, but I don't understand why people are all of a sudden off Alshon Jeffrey. And I'm, I'm assuming I haven't seen it, but when we get to Aguilar, I'm guessing I probably have him higher than everybody else too. Yeah, I would say, I mean, how do you treat these guys? We touched on Foles. I mean, Foles and back in 2013, I don't know if it was more on Chip Kelly, and you mentioned the seven-touchdown game. I mean, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of picks, but he had some talented weapons around him. Jackson, Macklin, LaShawn McCoy had 2,000 yards that season. I mean, there are some weapons. He's certainly capable. I think that they lean on the run game a little bit, but what do you think about these wide receivers? Like, Aguilar has been balling out the past couple weeks, and now do you trust a guy like him and Jeffrey to play in this situation? This Even week? if you believe in Nick Foles, you have to look at how Wentz was playing. Wentz was playing at such an elite level, right? He was carrying that offense. <clears throat> Sorry. And I really think that, uh, you know, looking at Jeffrey, one of the things that was really helping him was his red zone threat, his scoring yeah. potential, and how often that team was getting there. I just don't see them being as efficient, getting there as often. So I think that's what really dulls his upside. I still have him as a low-end wide receiver, too. Um, you know, I think Aguilar is the one who probably drops a little bit more because you start to, you know, cascading down through the rest of that right. offense. I think those numbers are really going to come down. So I think Jeffrey's still fine. Before, he was really threatening that wide receiver one range as sort of a mid-range or high-end uh, wide receiver two. Um, and now I think it's going to be more of a, a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. He's going to have the upside to have those games if they make it in the red zone, you know, if he gets those opportunities. Uh, but it's just not going to be as often. Uh, Adams is in this range. He has missed a beat, really, with Rodgers gone. He's been phenomenal. Last week, he was great as well. Uh, I guess, Jake, I mean, if you're in a 10-team league and you only play two wide receivers, you could have yourself a situation where you sit DeAndre Hopkins this week against Jacksonville. Yeah, it's tough to do. And, I, <laughs> you know, look, the fact is we've all seen T.Y. Hilton squeak through for a touchdown against them, and you know, anything can happen, especially if DeAndre Hopkins is going to see 12, 13, 14 targets in this game. It's just you look at the names in front of them. I could definitely understand somebody saying there's no way I'm starting Marvin Jones over him. No problem. I'm not going to argue that much. And if you look at the projections, too, the gap here isn't even that big for wide receivers. It's a very tight-knit group here. So you want to go with DeAndre Hopkins. You know, Maybe, like I said, maybe you pick up Funches and Adams and you drafted wide receivers early and you have a Keenan Allen or a Michael Thomas. Or, heck, you picked up Thielen, too. There are like three or four wide receivers in this range, Funches, Thielen, uh, Marvin Jones probably could have got dropped. Devontae Adams. There's a lot of names in here where you could easily have three or four options, including Hopkins, if you're in the playoffs. 
it's hard to bench him, but you know he's still a wide receiver one. Yeah, and for Allen, I mean, we even we said five weeks ago this guy was a terrific buy low candidate, and all he's done in the last four games is have over 500 yards and 30 some odd catches. He's been balling out. Uh, anybody in this range really? I mean, Josh Gordon. I'm surprised, Jake. I mean. You like Josh Gordon more than the fantasy community. <laughs> the consensus here is yeah, I think I think everybody's a little bit too scared about the Baltimore matchup, and similar to the Jaguars. Is here's the thing: it's like I know Josh Gordon did a lot with very little for the past two games, and that's what's going to happen when you have Deshaun Kaiser as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even Deshaun Kaiser only completing 40% of your passes, the Josh Gordon is similar to the argument with DeAndre Hopkins. If he's going to see 10, 11 targets. All he needs is four, and he's going to probably average like 18 yards per catch because that's what Josh Gordon does and has a half-decent chance at a touchdown. So, you know, that's where I'm looking at for here. Is, you know, Josh, I'll actually give you my line for it for everybody that doesn't want, you know, wants to be lazy and not check the link. It's five receptions for 67 yards and a third of a touchdown. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, and really, the Ravens secondary did not look good. It's not the same without Jimmy Smith, right? That's really what it comes down to. And Gordon, as we know, has that upside where he definitely could end up in the top five in any given week. So we we could see it. I'm in the exact same range here. What an awesome catch for the touchdown, too. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Okay, let's go a little bit deeper here. I understand the Brendan Cooks with uh, Tom Brady. You've already kind of touched on that. Well, and Chris Hogan being back. And Gronkowski. Look at earlier this year. And Kenny Britt. The signing of Kenny Britt. <laughs> no, but seriously, look at earlier this year with Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan was the number one, not Brandon right. Cooks. Brandon yeah. Cooks is a big play option, and you know now that Chris Hogan and Gronkowski are both on the field, and the bug is back, by the way, too. Yeah. <laughs> and Hogan was leading that team in red zone targets, really, over the first six, seven yeah. weeks of, of the season. All right, twenty-one to thirty. Twenty-one to thirty. Jordy Nelson, twenty-one. Jarvis Landry, Jamison Crowder, Chris Hogan. Mike Evans, Sterling Shepard, Marquise Lee, Cooper Cup, Stephen Diggs, and Marquise Goodwin down at 30. Lots to talk about here. You want to talk about Goodwin? Uh, Jordy Nelson's alive. Yeah, I mean, Jordy Nelson, I think, being alive would probably be the the place to start right there. I think we could all agree, you know, with Rodgers back, that definitely puts Nelson back into fantasy relevance. Um, I think it's worth remembering that, you know, even before Nelson went out, Devonta Adams is the best receiver on that team, so let's you know I don't yeah. want anyone to get crazy and you know move Jordy up into their top ten or something like that. He's he's going to be fantasy relevant. You can get him back into your lineups here, uh, but remember that Devonte Adams is definitely the best Packers receiver. So yeah, I mean Nelson is alive and Mike Evans is borderline dead. What's going on with Mike <laughs> well, Evans? Nelson's alive, and Nelson was very touchdown reliant before Aaron Rodgers went out, but he catches the touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers goes to him in the red zone, and obviously, and I still have Devontae Adams higher. We already went way past him at this point. But, yeah, I think that Nelson with Rodgers back at quarterback, he's going to look to his buddy, and those guys have a long-standing connection between the two of them, especially when it comes to scoring touchdowns and in the red zone. And the one play that we always know is going to happen when Aaron Rodgers starts rolling out to the right, heaves the ball across field, downfield, 40 yards across his body, who's down there standing underneath the ball is Jordy Nelson. So you know that's coming at least once over the next two weeks. But with Mike Evans, at what point – this is – we talked about this on On Target. Chris, you know this. is At what point do you stop rolling out somebody who's underproducing – and at this point, Jameis Winston's not forcing the ball this way, whether that's an argument with Cotter, and he's taking that to heart and saying, you know what, all right, fine, I need to be a more accurate passer. I need to stop with the turnovers. So you know what, I'll stop forcing it to Mark, Mike Evans. Whatever it is, there's something here where he's not getting his targets, he's not getting the target share, he's not getting enough red zone looks, and he's been wildly unproductive. 
he's still in startable range. I mean, Mike Evans is still at 25. That's actually arguably a must start when you talk about wide receivers. But if you still look at it, there's a lot of names in front of him where you could easily bench Mike Evans. Yeah, against Trufant, too. I, I can understand benching him. What's your thoughts on Evans? I mean, this is probably where he should be, but I just couldn't bring myself to take him out of the top 20. I have him up at 17. He's going to stay in that range, I think, for me. And part of it is the success that he's had against the Falcons in the past. Uh, you know, he's averaging 109 yards and a full touchdown per game over his last three games against the Falcons. You know, I, that kind of talent... For me, it's tough to completely remove him unless you're talking about a situation, you know, where you're looking at like Nelson, where his starting quarterback is completely gone. Winston is still there. You know, Evan, I just I still see him having a game. I really struggled to move him any lower than where I have him. It's I agree. I have a I have a hard time not playing. I agree. I have a hard time not playing, not playing him at all. That would be crazy. You listen to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Segato, Fantasy Football Rewind. Be back after this. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series. And right now, you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, 
Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos, because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Consensus is 19. Uh, for Goodwin, Jake, the consensus is 24. The fantasy pros community seems to be a little bit higher on him. They're buying in, man. They are just buying into Garoppolo is, and Marquise This is the Patriots Goodwin. again. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, you know this. I was, I think, the highest person on Goodwin last week and it rewarded because it was a good matchup. I'm going to go back to what I said during the quarterbacks. He's getting Logan Ryan, who's been shutting down wide receivers. I still have him in startable range. I still like Goodwin, and I especially like Goodwin with his big playability and the targets coming from Garoppolo. But let's realize that the matchup's not just this tasty matchup everybody wants it to believe it to be. Titans have started to play better defensively in the past game over the past couple weeks, and a lot of it has to do with Ryan. Now, Ryan might not be on him for the entire game, maybe only a season 40% of the time, and obviously that would be a, uh, that would definitely benefit Goodwin. But, you know, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm looking deeper than just to say, oh, Goodwin's getting all these targets with Garoppolo at quarterback. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, let's go a little bit deeper here. I, I you know Cooper Cup is there. We'll talk about him maybe when we see Robert Woods. Let's see uh, 31 to 40. At 31 is Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, 32, I lost my thought, sorry. Robbie Anderson, Richard Matthews, T.Y. Hilton, Nelson Aguilar, D.D. Westbrook, your boy, Kenny Stills, Mohamed Sanu, Emmanuel Sanders, and Randall Cobb. I do love D.D. Westbrook. He's been great in the four games. Finally found the end zone. I know Justin likes him, too. He's over here all smiles. D.D. Westbrook, I think, could win somebody a fantasy football championship this year because we've been talking about the play with, with Bortles. With Bortles. Yeah, with <laughs> Bortles. Imagine that. D.D. Westbrook and Bortles. Jake, we've been saying since week two, if, if you have an IR spot, why not pick him up? I mean, he could turn into something great for you. And, Justin, obviously you're impressed with what you've seen from D.D. Yeah, he's absolutely done it. I mean, you can make an argument. I still like Lee better. I still think Lee is their number one receiver. But... Any given week, Westbrook could pop off and could put up the, the best numbers on that team. And when you're talking about the excellent, excellent matchups that they have here down the stretch, at least in the last two games of the fantasy playoffs, uh, Westbrook's somebody who could get into your lineup as a wide receiver three with a heck of a lot of upside. Yeah, Jake, uh, talk about Robbie Anderson, because I'd imagine a lot of people are, are wondering about Robbie Anderson if you've had him. I mean, you know, we've talked before about how he's matchup proof. He's had good games before, and now he loses McCowan. These two had a connection. I mean, Petty and Anderson had a connection towards the end of last season. But Robbie Anderson, uh, people you know, listening, watching right now, if they have him, they're probably in a playoff spot here. Just play him. Just hope for the best. I don't think you have to. I, 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 what's the consensus? I'm, am I lower on Robbie Anderson? I kind of felt like I might be. Robbie Anderson, yo, you're right on par. It's 32. I have him down oh. at 38. 38, so oh, you're so, a little so there you go. On. I think that it sounds like a lot of us are being reasonable, Ben, yeah. because the fact is Robbie Anderson. Okay, let's face facts here. And yes, he had the connection. Name the quarterback again. It's Bryce Petty. Like mm-hmm. be, I don't care that he had a connection last year. It's still Bryce Petty. And as Bryce Petty, 
with Robbie Anderson going against Marshawn Lattimore. So let's take all these factors into the equation and say, you know what? Maybe he's not a must start and he's not outside top 24 wide receivers. You're not a must start. And this to Justin's ranking, this might even be a little bit aggressive. Yeah, I have him at 39. Where'd you say you had him at? I'm at 38. 38. So I think we're we're coming full circle. It's nice when you can kind of put a bow on the season. <laughs> we're coming around to the end of the year. At the beginning of the season, we were saying, do not play your Jets. Do not play any Jets. They proved us wrong. A couple of those guys, as the season went on, really emerged, and Anderson was one of them. But now with Bryce Petty in there, do not play your Jets. We are right <laughs> back to where we were. And we still don't like the backfield. <laughs> no, at all. We still don't like the backfield. We skipped over that. Uh, Aguilar, we've already kind of touched on. Kenny Stills, you're a little bit higher on than most. I'd like to get your thoughts here on Kenny Stills. And Mohamed Sanu, I like in this matchup. The Bucs have given up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. No, well, Kenny Stills is less pretend it's 2016 because that's what's happening again. He's outplaying Devontae Parker. That's really what it all comes down to. I didn't see that last week, though. I, I mean, I saw them trying to feed Parker and get him involved. But Parker had a lot of drops. I can tell, like, they're frustrated. That's why I said them. it. He's outplaying him. Devontae Parker is not doing well. And Jay Cutler at this point is also not throwing the ball that deep, which hurts both Parker and Stills. Right. The only one that really benefits is Landry and then obviously Drake out of the backfield. But if you're looking at it right now, I mean, he, the things that have been working has been the times that he's going to Stills. I know that he's trying to go to Parker, too, but it, that's just not connecting. So as of right now, with the play that we've seen over the past couple of weeks, Stills is, one it's again, outplaying Parker when it just comes to performance. All right. Um, Richard Matthews, maybe the last guy to, to talk about. Yes. Here is, yeah. All right. Yes. Yours, get back on board. Everybody is like that. You, this is the same game as the Marquis Goodwin, but get back on board with him. And this obviously you got to watch Mariota because if he's limping through practice on Friday, that's going to hurt the entire passing game. But this is the matchup. This is one of those ones like Sterling Shepard is the same thing. We didn't stop on him, but Sterling Shepard, Rashard Matthews, like the type of receivers that let you down last week. There's going to be a lot of people that are saying, there's no way I'm going to do that with my playoffs on the line this week after what just happened. I had to survive what they did to me. Sometimes matchups play a factor. Sometimes people have off games. Even Antonio Brown has a off game here or there. So if you look at the matchup, you look at the potential, he's still the number one. Marcus Mariota still ignores Corey Davis for most of the game. I'm back on board with Rashard Matthews this week. Yeah, there's a good chance he was dropped in a lot of leagues oh, too, absolutely. right? He was out coming back, a really tough matchup. So for sure, I think he's a wide receiver three this and week. And for people looking ahead, this is what they were waiting for. I mean, looking at that schedule with the Titans, I mean, this is this is the matchup they're waiting for. You're right about Shepard. The consensus on him is is 35. You have him at 27, and you know people are really down on Rashard Matthews, 42. Um, so yeah, he I mean he could be available in some leagues. All right, uh, let's get a little bit uh, deeper here. 41, 50. The ones that you don't want to start, yeah, oh, yeah. Paul Richardson, <laughs> Ted Ginn, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, Jermaine Curse, Mike Wallace, Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, Jer Jeremy Macklin, and Josh Doxson. And Josh Doxson, yeah, good luck, Doxson. Uh, curse, yeah. curse, yeah, no Jets, I'm not buying it. Mike Wallace, people are really high on, 37. And then Robert Woods, 33, and we skipped over Cooper Cup, uh, Y Cup over Woods, I mean, I get it, but you know some people may not because what Woods had done before the injury. Yeah, I was a big fan of Cooper Cup. I was one of the highest people when we would go back to the NFL draft on him. And the beginning of the season, it didn't look like to be that great of a call. Immediately, I'm saying like it looked like it's, I might be completely wrong on that. And now you're seeing the talent pay off, and you're seeing the fact that if you just get the ball in his range, 
he catches almost everything. And now that chemistry is here with him and golf. It took an injury, unfortunately, for that to happen. But sometimes these type of things open up doors. Jamal Williams, we can go back to a lot of running backs that have doors. Kenyon Drake, you know, we wouldn't have seen these scenarios if not for injuries. It's just really about the talent. And I think that Cooper Cup is the most talented all around, similar to the Wayne Gallman thing at running back, but he's not in that stratosphere where we talk about pure talent. But the fact he's the best all-around talent, Sammy Watkins, big play, red zone presence, Cooper Cup, a little bit less than that, still adept in that area, but also very good across the middle of the field and with the catches. So I think he's their number one right out of now, and I know Robert Woods was the number one, but this mound must miss time with the fact that Goff and Cup are now on this page together. I don't know that Woods steps in just all of a sudden he's the number one again. Yeah, I feel like Woods was taken away a little bit, and I'd argue that the chemistry was there right from preseason. I mean, they were good together in preseason. I know it was only preseason, but two touchdowns in the first four games. I know you guys, right. you know, you and Joe like to kind of get at me about liking Goff, but it was more so the weapons of McVay and Cooper Cup. I, I was with you there on Cooper oh, Mc- Cup. I told you, McVay's a warlock. He deserves it. Yeah, like, absolutely. Coach of the year three weeks ago, he should have been given coach of the year, and they should have just come up with second place for the rest of the season yeah I, I didn't like a lot of what he did last week and he was pretty vocal about it saying he didn't want to step away from uh, Todd Gurley I mean Gurley was good in that game and cracked about you know, I think it was 98 yards and just over 10 carries for him so maybe we'll see a little bit more Gurley but what's your thoughts on this you know with Robert Woods coming back and cut, when you're talking about McVay's offense I think it's important to to remember I think they're going to scheme two different guys every week. I think the ball is going to get spread around quite a bit. I have Woods just above Cup. I know that there's risk there. I know that I have them both as wide receiver threes as well. I think they are both decent plays this week, guys who could get into your lineup. Um, you know, I know that there is risk when a guy's coming back from a, a layoff like this. He could re-aggravate the injury. I mean, we saw Greg Olson last week come in, have to you know hobble off the field. He managed to finish the game, but. Those kind of things do happen, so that is within the realm of possibility here. Uh, but I think we are going to go back in this game to more of what we saw early in the season, and that was Cup and Woods getting the biggest target shares. And then I think you're going to see Watt can step in in the right matchup and have a big game here and there. And that's affected Sammy Watkins' ranking. Jake, he got him in the 40s. And Amari Cooper. I mean, Amari Cooper. What? I mean, where is he going to go next year? I wonder in drafts. People can't. Drafts still too high. Yeah, still too high, right? You, For sure. Because here, I'll get it you prepared. Be a third for straight year, will they take him over yeah. Crabtree again? <laughs> Bookmark this video for next year because you're going to get. <laughs> well, he was banged up. Well, he's still only 24. Well, if you look at those big games and all the potential, and Derek Carr had an off season. Everything went wrong for the Raiders. There you go. That's every synopsis of yeah, why yeah. people are going to say to draft Amari Cooper for next year. The but only thing 200 that, yards in a game. The only thing that will save Cooper at this point is a new coaching staff. I think that would be the one way that I might buy back in and think, you know what, there is the possibility for him to you know, get know back if on that. See that. I don't think we're going to see it next year, depending how they end the season. I mean, if they absolutely just blow it the rest of the way, then perhaps, but I don't think it's going to happen next year. I know year. they haven't lived up to expectations, but I, I just I don't think we'll see the, the change in coaching staff. All right, tight ends. Let's see your top ten. Let's get to tight ends. Hey, Rob Rukowski. What a <laughs> surprise. Back number one. Travis Kelsey, Jimmy Graham, Evan Ingram, Zach Ertz, Delaney Walker, Jack Doyle, Kyle Rudolph, Jason Witten, and I'm not mentioning his name. Cook, yeah. I, we said this last week, Jake. Two weeks ago, when there was no um, Crabtree, he was suspended. This is an opportunity for, for Cook. He did nothing. Everyone was off him last week, and he showed up. It's just been unbelievable. 
Uh, Gronk probably should have got two games. It's a story for another ga- another day. Zach Ertz, yeah. I mean, he's the guy who's really jumped down. He's been top three in your rankings every single week. We've already really dove a lot into Nick Foles, but as a rookie, Ertz did have four touchdowns uh, with Foles as the quarterback. Uh, anybody here? I mean, Cook. Is Cook a top ten tight end? No, we're not week? talking about him. Uh, <laughs> I have Cook in the exact same spot. He's 10th there. We're good. All right, that's All it. Right. Uh, uh, you know, Ertz coming back, I think, you know, yeah. just quickly to mention he that. He cleared protocol. Yeah, uh, I think the receivers are going to take a hit, and we talked about that in the receiver section. All Sean, you know, uh, being bumped down maybe to wide, low-end wide receiver two or, you know, high-end wide receiver three range. You know, it's very difficult when you look at these tight ends, and the guy that we just mentioned who we won't mention anymore is the kind of guy that is going to help keep Ertz where he is. You know, there's just not a lot of, you know, elite options that you can put above Ertz. So I have him in the same range here. Uh, You know, I have him at at four. I think he's going to continue to be, you know, he might drop down to more of a a mid-level tight end uh, one, but I just can't see him dropping to that low-end tight end one. He's going to continue to be... You know, oh, he's uh, actually good. He's actually going to move up for me because these were so? done last night in preparation. And this was before we got cleared for practice, and it was going to be dependent on how much practice he got in this week with Foles. So that was a concern. It's like as of last night, maybe he doesn't practice Wednesday being today. Maybe he only gets a, get a day, a day and a half with him. But now that he's already been cleared. I'll move him back up. The projections will go up, and I could see him easily landing number three behind Kelsey. But yeah, the guy that shouldn't be named. This will, actually, this will be the week that he disappoints because last week I was off him, and it right. paid off. It, look, it was the wrong call to use him. You got paid off with garbage time on a broken play. Congratulations if you did. But now that you know he's in the tight end one discussion, this means this is going to be the week that he doesn't do anything. This is why I hate him so much. Just because every time you want to use him, he fails. Every time you don't, he breaks off a big play or gets a touchdown. Yeah, he's. There you have it, guys. If you want to hear the rest of the show, there's only a couple minutes remaining. You can go to YouTube, FNTSY Sports Network, and get all the great programs. Subscribe. 50,000 subscribers over there. We're going to come back and finish off right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publishing, Publicity and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. 
This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you sad like a little puppy? Because the Lineup Luck Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com is now doing the NBA 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't be sad. I got Scooby Snacks for you. That's right. DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. You get DFS information every day. Fantasy football, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Subscribe to DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. going to see that thing. I think I'm going on Christmas. You ever have a whip out your lifesaver in a movie theater? It might not be the best idea. Pull it out. Start swirling around. Say, hey, Princess Leia. Yeah. No, that's not the way to go about it. It's just not cool to be pulling it out in the movie theater. Not the lightsaber. Especially with the Wookiee running around named Chewbacca. He looks odd and he looks crazy. And you don't want to do that. It's Tony Cicada Fantasy Football Rewind. 
We'll be back with more. So don't worry about it. We'll be back tomorrow night. Good luck. And get it done the rest of week 15, baby. We got to put it together and got to come out. Of <laughs>